0: When I'm popping, don't come my way From the bottom, so I got a lot to say Always grindin', I can never hit the hay Score a goal, like I'm on the power play When I'm popping, don't come my way First trippin', and they got a lot to say down when they all flew away, now I party like my birthday every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to everybody's favorite podcast, especially Eric's girlfriends. Sure. Um, this is Kevin. And Eric. Uh, so Eric, this is going to be a tough one, man. Tough one for me.
1: Yeah, I know. You can barely talk. You
0: can barely talk. My voice is going in and out. So get ready for some squeaking. Woo! Squeak, 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 squeak. Because, you know, bad things happen in Philadelphia, so my voice is uh, a little gone.
1: Well, that's what happens when you coach.
0: Yeah, it is It is what happens when you coach. Uh, Eric, we have a lot to talk about. I actually took notes uh, during the Eagles game last week, uh, which was making me sick to a certain point. I took notes, and since we haven't spoken in the week, my notes have since
1: disappeared. Oh, my goodness.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Do you remember that game, though, Kev?
0: Uh, I I remember parts now. Yeah, but I'm looking into the week, and obviously it, it's Dallas week. So this is a big week for the Philadelphia Eagles and the Philadelphia Eagles fan base. <laughs> and I look at what the Eagles did against the Giants, and I question Sunday.
1: What are you questioning about the offense?
0: I question a lot. Or the play calling. I quit. Play calling has been awful. Yes, it has. Still, all season. Mm-hmm. So, I don't get how people are going into Dallas week against the division rivals, and they're thinking that the Dallas Cowboys are just going
1: to quit. Well, uh, well they traded away their, one of their defensive linemen. They have their third-string quarterback. Their defense has been atrocious all year. Um, who? Who? Uh, I mean, that's why people are. Looking. I mean, Skip Bayless said forty to three Eagles.
0: Well, that's because Skip Bayless is trying to go reverse, mo- reverse uh, mojo for him. That's what he's do. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh, is that what he's doing?
0: Because he's a stupid Cowboys fan.
1: Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, "Holy poop!" I was yeah. I was thinking like Shannon Sharp, where he's like, "Skip." I was like,
0: <laughs> "Well, my biggest worry Sunday is that the Eagles like to uh, like to play down to competition." Yeah, As do most of Philadelphia teams. So, that's going to worry me. And no matter who's throwing the football for the Cowboys, um, they still got weapons.
1: No, they do. But if you watched – you watched the last Cowboys game, correct? Uh, yes, I did. So, Zeke tried to do it all, and he can't. Well, he's been trying to do that for years. No, no, I understand that. But it shows how much Dak was needed in that offense.
0: Uh, I it, it definitely shows how much dak is needed uh for them but at the same time if you look at the Eagles game last week against the Giants Daniel Jones
1: almost beat us well I mean to be honest Daniel Jones is not a terrible quarterback he's he's throws more interceptions than most quarterbacks all probably all quarterbacks but uh he makes good plays too he obviously never dreamed in his lifetime to run that far or fast. Well, um,
0: he he looked like any track athlete I've ever coached. He goes, "Yeah, I can run the 400. Yeah. Um, and then, and then and then he got
1: shot by a sniper.
0: Whoa, like, that is actually the point of the game in which I had I texted you. I said, "Dude, I'm done."
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, well, it, I was watching it. I was watching it too. Um, obviously, I was at it was. Uh, we were at Casey's that night, um, and we, I was watching with Dana's brother, and he was going off because that's what he does when he watches uh, football. But it was it was hard to watch. It was hard. Even defensively, which I'm going to talk about a little later, uh, we didn't look great, but we've been looking good all season. Offensively, the play call I was like, what? And then, you know, I i don't know, Kev. i well, we, we've said this repeatedly, Doug
0: Peterson has to do a better job. Upside is that the Eagles have had like 10 days to think, to prepare, and get ready for the Dallas Cowboys and, and their third-string quarterback because and the, Andy Dalton's out with a concussion. Yep. Uh, Dak Prescott is probably never going to be a Cowboy again.
1: That was a, um, a dirty hit on Andy Dalton, too.
0: Well, that's, that's what happens uh,
1: in, in the NFL. Do you know that guy didn't even get suspended? He didn't even get looked at to get suspended. They
0: looked and they were like, ah, uh, it's
1: okay. Yeah. He, but, he, no, he's you're right. Ten day, they have 10 days. They also – the game did not get flexed as of yet, so we're still at 8.30 or 8.20, whatever Sunday night is.
0: And I don't think it's getting flexed uh, at this point. I think we would have found out by now. It is Friday that I think we are so. recording this. So, we would have found out if it was flexed on Wednesday or Thursday. And – NBC on Twitter did promote the game. Right. Well, I think it's,
1: it is, it is Cowboys Eagles. I mean, technically, it is for a division lead. So, hey. Yeah, they,
0: they promote it. It's every game counts when you're trying to win a division.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Monday
0: night football.
1: No, but, but I, I don't know why you're worried, Kev. I think this is going to be a pretty easily won game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I am along that uh, mentality of we played down the competition like we, did against the, like we did against the Giants who don't have the weapons that the Cowboys have on offense. Yeah. But you're also looking at that weak defense out of the Cowboys. Oh, man. Um, that the Eagles need to take advantage of. And the problem is I don't trust our coach to make those decisions.
1: Right. We are getting some help, though. Some we some are getting some help, back. So You're right. Do we
0: want to go into the injury report? we want to go into the news from this week before we really dive in?
1: Well, we might as well because it's a big part of the week because we are getting people back.
0: All right, so Jalen Rager is now back. This man is the Wolverine. Uh, And and I don't want to say that out loud because the Wolverine to me is Brian Dawkins. Uh, Or or Brandon Brooks. But this – yeah, or Brandon Brooks. I mean, I, I can't believe how quick he recovered from this injury. Yeah that he is ready to play on Sunday. So he's actually going to go on Sunday, uh, unlike uh, Alshon Jeffrey who comes up with a new calf injury every week or a foot injury. Dude, just leave. Please. Please just leave. Bye. Um, So Jalen Rager is coming back, and rumor now is that Philly Goddard will be back. That That is the potential, that Philly Goddard is now off of that list where he can return
1: to practice and potentially play on Sunday. Well, they were saying, yeah, he was on that, what, 21-day practice, whatever yep. that is. Does that mean he has to wait – no, he doesn't have to wait 21 No, days. he's now off that list. So, oh, okay. just like
0: Rager was taken off that list.
1: I think Goddard plays then.
0: Yeah, I, I, I definitely think Goddard uh, Goddard plays. He, he's back – he's in that 21-day practice window. Uh, I think he might play. Well, we yeah. shall see. I mean, it is an open spot. Um, it helps, and Richard Rodgers, like I said last, uh, last week on the podcast, Richard Rodgers, I said, was going to have a big game on Thursday, and Richard Rodgers had a big game. For him. Who knew? For him, but he didn't drop anything. Everything no. thrown his way, was caught,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and, I mean, Carson was able to spread that ball around, but once again, those play calls killed them.
1: Yeah, the play calls definitely killed him that Especially game. Especially when
0: was, you needed momentum.
1: That was, that was coaching. That was just coaching. That was so bad. Like, the fact that we won, I don't know. I had I – was, who was I talking to? I was talking to someone that last played at Boston Sky where they scored a touchdown.
0: That uh, beautifully placed ball by the person you hate, yeah?
1: Yeah. No, yeah, it was a good throw. But it, what – to the person's point who said this to me was he didn't need to make a pass like that because Fulgham was wide open over the middle. That's all he said. I didn't see it. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'd have to watch it again, but that's what I I'm would
0: still. I would definitely have to watch again, but it was a beautifully thrown pass by Carson Wentz.
1: Yes, and yes.
0: Carson Wentz has, as we have said, because you have actually admitted it over the past couple of weeks, Carson Wentz has put the Eagles in position to win every week. Yeah. And okay. he has put up points against the Ravens and the Steelers. Do
1: you know –
0: Two tremendous
1: defenses. Funny, funny thing also is Carson Wentz is top ten – Running backs included in the league and rushing touchdowns. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> he's got five. It's impressive. I know.
0: Yeah, he, he's been playing well, but once again, the, the play calls have been the disaster for the Eagles. I mean, at this point when you're on third and one, and it, it's actually more like third and closer to two. And you do a QB sneak. And you do a QB sneak that everybody's expecting at this point. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. When you bring in Jalen Hurts, what, are the, what is the defense now thinking? He's running the ball. They're running the football. Whether mm-hmm. it's Jalen Hurts running the football or if, it, or if he's going to hand it off to the running back, <clears throat> the play is going to be a run.
1: Yep, and, uh, yeah, we were talking about that when we were watching it as well. It's like, why don't you let him throw the ball? He has 100% passing rating or 100% uh, completion right now. <laughs> he threw one ball. So, I mean,
0: even his uh, – did, did he exhaust the red zone plays again this week? Did, like that. That's what my question is: Did he did he exhaust them again? Because the two point conversion calls were even worse. Yep. I, I, the, this play calling needs to change. He needs to get off his high horse and pass the playbook over to somebody else.
1: No, I agree, and I, I think the same has to be done with Jim Schwartz, and because he has he has a talented defense, but the way he's coaching minus his linebackers, um, but the way he's coaching is just piss poor.
0: And they have talent. Let's be honest. They have talent to do something. They have talent to make a move. But as I said last week on the podcast, the Eagles are going to win the next four. I just don't know how comfortably they're going to win the next four. Now they're down to the next three. So they got right. the Giants out of the way. The Giants are now behind us. Carson put the team on his back and said, let's go, boys. Um, and now it's time to move over to Cowboys week. But let's be honest. It's, it's, it's Dallas week. It's the big week for us. Uh, and it's it's one game at a time.
1: Yeah, and it was funny. Darius Slay on, on uh, Twitter saying, wow, Philadelphia really hates Dallas.
0: Yeah, and, and Darius Slay is someone who's – we're going to need big time. And as you posted the other day, uh, as you tweeted out, Darius Slay against Amari Cooper uh-huh. uh, has been incredible in yep. his
1: career. Yep, just another reason why – Having him on the Eagles, he was traded to us, right? That wasn't a signing, correct?
0: He was was traded to us, and then we signed him to a deal.
1: Oh, okay. So, because there was someone on Twitter, I don't know who it was. was like, oh, so many people are are angry about, or or he was laughing about how people were angry at the Slade signing. I was sitting there thinking, like, I don't think anyone was really angry at this signing. (laughs) I don't know who I don't know who
0: tweeted that. Definitely not upset. I mean, he's – in his career, as Cooper kryptonite, as John Clark pointed out. He's got two games versus uh, Amari Cooper, 12 targets, four catches, 42 yards. Yep. And big play Slay has just continued to shut down the top corners in the league. He is Top wide
1: receivers in the league. It's funny. Fantasy-wise, you play the second second wide receiver. You have to. Whenever the Eagles are playing. Second wide receiver, tight end. That's how you get points against the Eagles.
0: But but look, even uh, Eagles shut down Slayton. They shut down Ingram. I mean, yeah, they, they didn't get the those deep balls right. against them. So they played better against the Giants. But now you play against a team with Ceedee Lamb, with Amari Cooper, uh, with Zeke Elliott. I mean, the running game doesn't worry me as much for the Cowboys because their offensive line is. Uh,
1: well, even they even have Schultz too as a tight end. He's not. He's nothing to shake a stick at either.
0: So, I, I mean, the, the Cowboys – it seems to me, and we said this back in March, that the Cowboys went and they didn't draft for need.
1: They no, they drafted, drafted best available.
0: They drafted more, not only best available, but they, it seemed like they drafted more just to piss us off as Philadelphia fans.
1: I mean, you can think that, but I think they were just drafting best
0: available. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you look at their owner, I would not be surprised if he went and, and made the decision on – Drafting his guys because well the Eagles want him and the Eagles need this position, um, not looking at his own.
1: So well, if you saw if you saw C D Lamb sitting there, would you not take him? Oh,
0: I would have I would have drafted C D Lamb, but remember their second round pick was the uh, was the corner as well. I can't think of his name off the top of my head.
1: Um, that well, in the, the corner.
0: Eagles fans also wanted uh, at that point. Well, the they second. haven't.
1: I think Dallas needed them too. I don't think, obviously, you can see right now they need everyone on the second.
0: Dallas needs everybody. Dallas, yeah. Dallas needs everybody. Um, so I, I still see the Eagles winning on Sunday. I just don't think it's going to be as
1: comfortable as people say. Oh, I think it is. I mean, you got a, a quarterback from James Madison playing for the Cowboys. We got but let's it. not let's not say anything because our hero wide receiver from old dominion so i guess it's kind of like you know can't really knock on the college
0: yeah yeah, you can't really knock on the colleges when you have travis Fogel, greg ward
1: yeah carson wentz fcs right
0: like you want to name quarterbacks from colleges that like oh it's a question greg ward moved from quarterback to wide receiver and has been has been our consistent player he and this is how i saw someone posted this week i can't recall who it is me. Greg Ward
1: it's is Jason, Jason
0: Navarre.
1: I said that. I said that on Thursday. It's, it, it's unbelievable
0: that he's just reliable. He's there. He'll make the catch and he'll move the chains.
1: Yep, I said. I said the same exact thing. Whoever tweeted that stole that from my brain.
0: Did they? They stole it from your brain? They? they I they, said it Thursday. I was. Thursday I was at the, yourself.
1: I was watching the game. I turned to to Mike. I said, "Dude, Greg Ward's like Jason He's Just got hands. Just just got hands for days." Yeah. So, I, 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 I still don't see
0: this being as comfortable as people say, uh, but I still think the Eagles pull
1: it out. Do they? Oh, here's a question. So, I've been seeing in
0: Eric, you are uh, you're lagging. Could go, but I doubt real it.
1: Quick. He's not. Eric was, <laughs> Eric was lagging. Eric, you're, you should be good. Say it again. I said, is, have you heard anything about Sanders?
0: Um, I, to me, I don't play Sanders, even if he's, uh, he's ready to go. I might give him a, another week, give him past the bye. Uh, he did not participate in practice on Thursday. Um, and there's a bunch of guys who did not participate like Avery Driscoll yeah. Vinny yeah, right. with an illness. Uh, I think we need to, I think we need Nate Gary just to take an extra week with his ankle injury. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's.
1: Let's not sell him short. He actually played well on Thursday.
0: Yeah, it's the first time uh, all season he didn't get beat. It was great yeah. once in that game. Uh, Craig, Craig James is a hamstring injury. Alshon Jeffrey with a, with a miracle calf injury out of nowhere, like an RKO. Sanders with that knee. Um, Malik Jackson was limited with his uh, quadricep. Lane Johnson, his knee and ankle. And we need to get to that offensive line uh, in a little bit. Craven LeBlanc with a quadricep were limited. So those last three were all limited. And safety, Kayvon Wallace, Wallace had a full practice on Thursday.
1: That's good for him. I'm happy. I'm happy about that.
0: Once again, a guy in which uh, th- I think that was more of a miracle play, another Wolverine-esque guy on this team that's going to gonna give his best every week and try to get onto the field. You can't give up on this Eagles team. That's the thing. At this point in the year, you can't give up because they're constantly fighting until the end of the game. Winner or <laughs> loss, are constantly fighting.
1: And with a division like this, you can never give up on
0: them. No, with a division like this, you can't give up on them. But now they're, they're definitely favored to win. They have
1: to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And Speaking of lines, let's go to the defensive line because that's probably our best asset on defense.
0: All right, so we, let, let's give the, go with the good with the bad. So we'll start with the defensive line and then we'll go into the offensive line.
1: Yeah. Because right, okay. I'm
0: tired of talking about linebackers. Right. right? Nate <laughs> Gary needs his week off. He needs to get him his extra rest. Right. right and bring him back after uh, the bye.
1: Right. But I want to bring up the, li- the lineman, the defense. Uh, start over. Uh, bring up the defensive lineman because um, I know we talk about how they're high paid and all that, but I feel like we don't really, you know, give them the credit that they deserve because they've been playing extremely well. And we kind of just bypass it because we're like, all right, that's the defensive line. We don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean, Kev? You know what I'm saying. So they are
0: – <clears throat> but they're paid for that, man. They're paid to No, do I it understand.
1: Together. I understand. But you don't hear about it. So when we watch games, they'll talk about the defensive line. They'll talk about Cox. They'll talk about Graham. But I was looking up the other day. I was like, all right, let's look at sacks or whatever. Graham's third in the league, in sacks, with six. Like, people are saying T.J. Watt deserves defensive player of the year, defensive player of the year.
0: Brandon Graham has more sacks than him. Yeah, Brandon Graham's playing out of his mind. So, it's Josh Sweat, another guy that we keep mentioning. Uh, but, once again, we need these guys, these defensive tackles, these the, the ends to keep rotating in. And it makes us look okay not trading for Yannick, who's now been traded twice this season. So, there's got to be something crazy with him. Um, and not signing uh the
1: clown clowny well what i'm uh, what I'm getting at is gra Graham is playing younger than his age says right now. Very much so. Cox, if, Cox, I I'm a little worried about
0: When he was drafted, we were afraid that it was going to be a bust. Yeah. turned out he had two very important strip sacks in uh, three years.
1: Yes, he did <laughs>
0: so. The the most impressive, obviously, was the game against uh, the Giants. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> the one that sealed the deal against the Giants. So yeah, the the defensive line continues to be impressive. We'll skip
1: the linebackers because we say they suck all all the time.
0: All right, so we'll go with the offensive line. We'll just break down a little bit of the O line.
1: It's been a different O line every game.
0: Yeah, well, Jason Peters is back. Oh, great. Yep. So, a guy we have not mentioned coming back. I did not mention him on the injury report. it he doesn't matter. He's practiced at left
1: tackle throughout the week. <clears throat> He's going to play five snaps and get hurt again.
0: Like, apparently it's his job to lose left tackle, but Jordan Malata had one bad game. Yeah. One bad game. You keep him in there because at this point, Malata is your left tackle of the future.
1: Well, I agree with that. I think you have to keep him in anyway to get that experience. Even if he does play bad, it's, it's like this is the year to do it. This is the year to play bad, to learn, to experience what's going on, play all these teams, figure it out. And then next year he could come back even better. But yet we're going with an aging tackle who asks for more money to get hurt.
0: Yeah, and he's going to – and that, it's just going to continue. They, they, you know the Eagles – they are the, def- the definition of insanity. We're going to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Right. I would not be surprised if Malata moves over to right tackle this week with, uh, and, and we give Lane Johnson a little bit of an off day.
1: I would also, not be surprised if that happens. Driscoll's out, right? Driscoll's
0: no. out. Oh, is he out? Okay. So, Driscoll has an ankle injury. He did not participate in practice. So, I would not be surprised if Malata moves to right tackle, although I'd rather him met left. And I, in all honesty, I, I want Peters to play guard. That's what we signed him for. Put him at guard.
1: Less risk of it getting injured. This this makeshift offensive line, though, has not been terrible, though.
0: They, they've not. Uh, the, the pocket has collapsed on Wentz a few times. One of the biggest issues that we've talked about was Wentz getting rid of the ball, but I've also said it to you a few times. I'm afraid that when Carson finally gets rid of the ball, he's going to be in the pocket. And it's going to be an intentional grounding.
1: Well, we've seen that.
0: And guess what happened? Yeah, I know. It was intentional grounding. So, because Carson's just so dynamic, he moves constantly in the backfield. So, sometimes he just might forget that he's in the pocket based on how he plays. But... That was my worry. Offensive line makeshift. Uh, has They've been okay. They haven't been great, but it's also a makeshift line.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a makeshift line. Kelsey's the only consistent one. And you could see, man, he was tired in that mm-hmm. Giants game.
0: Yes, he was. So, we have a lot to think about, and the Eagles have a lot to do because right now, let's be honest, they're going to be buyers.
1: They're going to be what? Oh, they're going to be buy-ish. buyers. Buyers. Buyers.
0: Based on, I mean, based on what they're doing and where they are in the division, they're going to look to go and add pieces to the team. Whether well, did it's you linebacker, wide receiver, or offensive line? Right.
1: Well, you saw that the rumors before Ertz got hurt that the Packers and Ravens were calling.
0: Yes. So they called for Zach Ertz.
1: Yes. Do I said before he got hurt? Yeah. Do, they, do we know what those offers were?
0: I uh, do not. They they did not come out with them. So, Zach Ertz is apparently on the block at one point. And the other guy on the po- block right now is Will Parks, which isn't a surprise to me. Yeah. I mean, I like Philly Will, but their, their safeties are pretty covered at this point with Kavon coming back, uh, with McLeod playing well.
1: Yeah, I well think enough. if – I think if you if you could get um a linebacker for him maybe just a draft pick it could benefit. But then why did we sign him again I guess is the question.
0: Yeah you're you're definitely right. So I mean they're going to be buyers. Let's let's see what
1: they do in the next week. Yeah I'm I'm curious. Um you know maybe they'll trade for a running back. Well th-
0: maybe they'll uh go after Jordan Howard because we are a few days away now. November 3rd is the trade deadline.
1: And election uh, day.
0: So it's also, um. how long into this are we? Uh, half hour? It's also Carson's birthday, my son. He was born on election day? November 3rd. I thought it was the 2nd. Yeah, yeah. What kind of an uncle are you? I'm it's not also, an uncle. It's also Amanda's birthday today, so happy birthday, honey. You're, you're not listening. You're not one of our five boys, so. but <laughs> Happy birthday, Kev's
1: since. wife.
0: Since Dana got one last week. That's right. Might as well give Amanda one this week. Uh, trade deadlines on Tuesday at 4 o'clock p.m. Lot to do. And it seems like the Dallas Cowboys are just blowing up the team.
1: It seems like it. I'm not surprised. Maybe they're making room for Dak. No. All right. (laughs) They're they're not. He's too pompous. Jerry Jones
0: is too pompous. He's too pompous. All right. All right. So this is why I like Jeffrey Lurie. All right. You know I've had my issues with management. And I openly admit my issues with management. But Jeffrey Lurie does not have a press conference week after week after week. Well, he's got Doug to do that. (laughs) Exactly. So he puts it on the coach – and maybe Howie every once in a while, to the point where Jeffrey Lurie talks twice a year. Jerry Jones has only made his team, his coaching staff, and his ownership look foolish every week. Yeah. By saying there's no leadership issues on the team, you are creating leadership issues. There sure are
1: leadership issues. You You see see like
0: like, So for me to say that Jerry Jones is pompous, I'm absolutely correct, and you know I am.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, yeah, I can't disagree with that.
0: So, Jeff Lurie, I'm happy, is our owner because of what he does. He tries to avoid that spotlight, let the football guys do the football guys' jobs. Right. As an owner, that's what you have to do. I agree. So, what's your prediction? What is my Sunday prediction? Let's Sunday. Talk. Let's see. My prediction for Sunday. Well, first, I want to look into the uh, average points the Cowboys have given up. Is week. it
1: 40 to 3?
0: <laughs> so, the Cowboys, oh, man, are the first team in NFL history, I believe. A lot
1: 40 predict- points
0: a game? <laughs> I think it's about 30 points. So, the Cowboys are the first team in NFL history to give up 20-plus points in the first half of six straight games. <laughs> That's
1: all I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> so – I am going to go with a score of 31
1: to 24. Oh, so a lot closer, like you said.
0: I'm going to make it closer. I'm going to say 31 to 24. Last week I got a little ahead of myself by giving the Eagles the blowout against the Giants. I'm going to say 31 to 24, and it could go two ways. It could either be Eagles have firm control throughout the game, have those 31 points, and give up a garbage touchdown at the end of the game to give up that, that extra point or that 24 points, or it just
1: is close the whole time. You said 31, 24, 31, 24. So you don't have them covering the spread. I do not. Oh man. <clears throat> I think it, I'm a money line I, guy
0: now. thanks to Brian key for, for my winnings on Sunday. I'm a money line guy.
1: now. Okay. I think, uh, no money line is the way to go, but uh sorry, you threw me off for a second.
0: <laughs> I don't bet. I bet once in my life. It was on Sun, It was last week. I had a five team parlay and I won $100. That's
1: the best That's way to do it. Parlays are the best. Um do a 14 team parlay every week for a dollar. You can win like 3 grand. It only it never really works, but it's fun. Um So I'm thinking 45 Eagles 45 points. So we're going with. You have a lot of hope in this offense. You You wait. I think it's going to be a blowout. 45-17.
0: So you mean I can go to bed early on Sunday without having a heart attack?
1: Yes. I think it's going to be a blowout. And I was – I picked the Giants to lose last week, but it was only 17-7. So it was closer than what you decided. So I think – I thought it was a blowout. My numbers are closer than yours. We have to get this done on record. It is on record.
0: <laughs> we, we might have to get that done on record. We might. Have, so, one thing I, I love, uh, Sports Talk Radio, as you know. Uh, one, one of the shows I love listening to is Glenn Mack now. Uh, and he's always with Ray Gittinger. And they have stupid bets every year. Something I really enjoy is their stupid bet. This year's stupid bet is wide receivers. So, one of them has – uh, wide receiver catches. One of them has the rookies, one of them has the veterans. Oh, okay. And who would have the more catches this year. And the rookies are winning
1: right now.
0: I think, so actually I think it is the veterans who are up. Oh. Because Fulgham does not count as a rookie.
1: Oh, right, 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 right.
0: Ward does not count as a
1: rookie. Right, I guess that's true.
0: So Rager, Hightower, Watkins, all would be those rookie receivers. There's. So I think the veterans
1: are winning at this point. That's like my stupid bet with Doug. Jay Jahl is going to have seven touchdowns. <laughs> well, he's got one. He's got one. He's got one. So, I think I
0: think at one point we had to start making stupid bets, Eric. We can do and, that for for the
1: Sixers and Flyers.
0: And we'll call since we're in Philadelphia, um or really let, Dave Portnoy Appreciation Week, we can do it as well. We can either do it for a uh a sl- uh pie of picas. Due to his 7-6 review, 7-8 review? 7-8. only because
1: it's not traditional pizza. Uh, he said he would have given it higher. Or. Don't say Imperial. Or. John's
0: Rose Pork Cheesesteak. What? A John's Rose Pork Cheesesteak. Because that is right now the highest reviewed cheesesteak he's had. Okay. Did, so, you see,
1: did you see the one where he did on on Imperial? Yes, it was great. And he's like. He's like, "This isn't bad. This is the most underappreciated pizza in town." I said, "You don't understand." Hold the beach. Hold the beach. That Hold guy. Beach. Was, that guy was interesting.
0: Obviously, we are uh, we are from Delco more than we are from Philly, yeah. um, but uh, we we definitely found Dave Portnoy's
1: uh, his pizza reviews hilarious this week. Yeah, he did good. He did good. The one in uh, Maniunk was good, too. Pizza John. I, w- I want to go there because he was talking about it. Um, he also – he called Maniunk, like, Manny. he said something weird. He said some town name that I was like, that's not Maniunk. <laughs> but, uh, you know.
0: He he is one entertaining fellow, which he, he – people hate him. I see why
1: people hate him, but he He's entertaining. Oh he's entertaining. He he's he you know and he's very very wealthy. He he
0: is. So uh going into the story, I'll, I'll give the story of the reason why I bet last week. Okay, uh, I'm ready. Because you know me, I'm not a betting man because I don't like spending money. You've known this for a long time now.
1: I bet every week.
0: You do. Um Portnoy last week put out uh a shot to save writing oh, right terminal. terminal. Yeah, I saw that. All right. So, he said if he has 500 new people sign up for Barstool's betting app. Sportsbook app, yeah. Sportsbook app. Uh, he will put a half a million dollars down on the Eagles to beat the Giants. Oh, was it half a million or it was 50,000? It, it was one of them. It was still a lot of money. Yeah. And he would put his winnings towards Reading Terminal Market. So, I downloaded the app. I placed a bet. Uh, to help writing terminal market and to help save running terminal market. I'm pretty sure he got that too. I think he did.
1: I so think it was that many awesome.
0: Up. It was awesome to see uh, the the scumbag that he is. Oh, I, I should have probably played it. The scumbag that he is. I, I think
1: uh, I think it was worth it. No, yeah, that's one good thing he did. Uh, well, he does a lot of good things, I'm sure. That's but- because he's part of <laughs> scumbag.
0: Central now, he's players come back comeback central now,
1: but no, that's cool. Um, uh, and it would be a shame to lose writing Terminal Market. It's great, player. yes,
0: it would. I mean, it, it's it's big in Philadelphia, so uh, anyone who can go out there and help save that, uh, please go out support writing Terminal Market.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I think so. We have our predictions in, yes. Uh, I guess we're going, I'd go money line for the Eagles game more than I'd go uh, spread.
1: I go money line on any game. I don't. I don't. I don't mess with spreads.
0: Uh, but I, I, definitely would choose the Eagles. But I'm,
1: I'm probably going to avoid a bet this week. Uh, yeah, but I mean, the Eagles are probably minus like two thirty or something like that. That's not even worth it. That's like unless you do a parlay, which I do. But yeah, I would probably go parlay and. You got to uh, pick. You got to pick like two two of those underdog teams that are going to win. You are, uh, you are correct, there, sir. But let's let's see. Let's see. Just for the for the listeners out there, the Eagles are minus four thirty. So if you put <laughs> if you put a ten dollar bet on them, you win two dollars. They're also the spread jumped up to nine point five. Cas. Oh my gosh!
0: Stop giving. Oh, sorry. I bet Sunday Night Football Island does sweep the Eagles, too.
1: Which so, yeah, is going to bother
0: me because I hate when they do that. Eagles are heavy favorites. Heavy favorites. So, heavy I'm, not, favorites. I'm not betting on the Eagles because I don't want uh, just to win $3. Uh, Eric, on this day, not on this day, but kind of on this day, uh, this is the week in which, in 2008, the Philadelphia Phillies became world champions of baseball. I went to that parade. I, I, think we, I think you and I both did. Uh, they won on, the, on not today, but they went on the 29th of October. They won. Very, very important date. Uh, it broke that terrible streak of losing for Philadelphia. Uh, and we hope to get that feeling back. We hope for a red October again. And the Phillies have possibilities if they sign players. Yeah, they haven't yet. They haven't yet. So, they're apparently one of the co- top contenders to land, right handing pitcher Trevor Bauer.
1: <sighs> but we're going to lose JT Ramuto.
0: JT Ramuto has stated that he wants to stay in Philadelphia.
1: If the does, money's right.
0: And he does not want to play for New York.
1: I would never want to play for New York. New York sucks.
0: He became a free agent alongside of Jake Arrieta, who can go bye-byes now. But we need to replace him. Didi Gregorius, who we kind of need back. Tommy Hunter, who can probably go bye-byes now. And Jay Bruce, who if you bring him back, don't spend a
1: lot on him. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't affect team.
0: So, Didi Gregorius is a big name. They need to change up their uh, their off their bullpen. They need to do some. Pitching changes, and hopefully uh, we sign JT back.
1: Yeah, that's a big uh, that's a big one. I think I think we need him. I think Bryce wants him. I think the whole team wants him. <laughs> the whole city wants him. Speaking of signings, though, Kev, there are more signs, not player related, and not Phillies related, but Sixers related.
0: Yeah, Sixers made some big moves this
1: week. Yeah, apparently they went from worst. Front office to top three. In- yeah, they're, they're
0: definitely a top three now. Uh, sad thing is, you know how Philadelphia fans are. Uh, some will go and say, oh, this marks the end of Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid for the Sixers. And to me, it just it holds them accountable more. So the Eagles – or sorry, the Sixers go and they get themselves better front office, a great move out of Elton Brand, all right? Then they sign – Former Pacers assistant coach Dan Burke and, as I mentioned, Dave Jurger last week, uh, the coaching staff for Doc Rivers keeps getting better and better. Now they need to go fix up, the, uh, fix up some players, make yep. some moves for a shooter, mm-hmm. um, and, and be contenders again. I mean, to me, there's only one player that needs to go on the Sixers roster right now. Al Horford? Al Horford. Yep, because Al, he just doesn't have a role with the team. Nope. The role last year to me was if Joel Embiid got hurt, Al Horford steps in. But you have to build your offense around him. I don't think Al has a position on this team. I think Al takes up way too much uh, salary, and you do have to find a way to get rid of him. I I keep Tobias as your number three. I I think Tobias is perfectly fine still, but I think Al needs needs
1: to go. Yep. No, I agree with that. And it's a shame. Um, it's just a shame that uh, – I, I I mean, I'm still living in the past of who I want on this team, but if we could get players like, uh, like even like a, a JJ on our team again, that would be – like Tobias is great, and I love watching him play. He is a little inconsistent. But I think we need that workhorse. I don't know if we have a workhorse on our team right now. I mean, Simmons, but you know what I mean.
0: Well, like I said before, Sixers, uh, Simmons, and, and B, are still young. They're still young guys. They do have time to build, but now the time to do it with this, with this coaching staff. The, the pro, we have to stop with the trust of the process, and we need to, uh, we need to go and, and do something with it. You got guys go after something and, and, and do something big at this point. Oh, I agree. And I, I don't want to go too much into it, uh, but there are, there are guys that the Sixers could use that will make them better.
1: Well, we'll see. We still have time. When, do they have a
0: start date? So the start date right now is December
1: 22nd. Okay, so they're before the NHL.
0: They're before the NHL, right? Uh, it sounds like some of the uh, players are going to fight that uh, December 22nd case, which, I mean – I'm not surprised they're going to try to fight against it.
1: What, uh, to push it back?
0: Potential Olympics this summer.
1: They're trying to push it back?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I would prefer December 22nd. I'd prefer that, that Christmas week because it's the NBA on Christmas, per usual. And it would be a great gift from my, uh, my brother Brian. Great birthday <laughs> gift.
1: What, to have basketball back?
0: To have his favorite team back, yeah. Yeah. He got multiple shoutouts today. Did he? Yeah, kirsten has gotta be pissed. From who?
1: Sixers fans?
0: No, I give gave him a couple shout outs today. I, I told him oh. the shout out on the bet, the Sixers uh, coming back on his birthday. I must be really nice sometimes.
1: Well, there's no Flyers news, so there, there is Flyers news, kind of, <laughs> kind of. All right, give me the Flyers news, guy.
0: It's it's not news, but uh, uh your boy uh Pravorov has been uh.
1: Oh yeah, he got he got the the chef.
0: He's been shafted again by the NHL.
1: Not top 25. That is insane. Did you see that list? (laughs) That is all aging defensemen.
0: It is all aging defensemen. Seth Jones, Ryan Suter, P.K. Subban.
1: Yeah, and don't get me wrong. These are all great players. But, like, put some respect on some pro for off. Come on. Shea Weber. Yeah, Shea Weber's about 1,000 years old. Eric Carlson. Again.
0: Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta give uh, Provi some respect. He gets none. He
1: gets none. No respect. None whatsoever. I know. I just I, it's, it's, It blows my mind. He's a future Norris Trophy winner. It'll happen, and then he'll be like, oh my god, is, he's gonna start out as, it's gonna be, it's gonna start out as, oh, is such an underrated defenseman, even though he's not. He's already, he should be well, I guess he is, technically, but they're going to play it like he's the underrated, even though he's already an elite defenseman. And then it's going to be like, oh, he's a real contender for the Norris Trophy. And then he's going to be like, oh, he's nominated for the Norris Trophy. Oh, he wins the Norris Trophy. Where did he come from? That's what it's going to be like, even though we all know he's a great player. All right, Eric, this is, uh, I think this is the point of the
0: podcast in which I go on mute. Why? You can talk- You tweeted during the game. It's now the uh, best, time, best team in Philadelphia
1: time. It's uh, the Philadelphia Union time. Yeah, but let me talk – no, no, no. Let me talk about this, Kevin. You were tweeting during the game, so you were watching. I was because uh, you weren't.
0: I know. I, I noticed the Twitter account was lackluster during the Union game. I watched the last 10 minutes I got the of strike. the game, including the, uh, the stoppage time. Yeah, eight minutes. I caught it extra time accidentally. That I deleted the tweet and put stoppage time. Eight minutes <laughs> of stoppage time. Can't believe the soccer ball did not go in the soccer net at one point. Uh, can't
1: believe that great save was made. Yes, but, uh, that was a great save. I saw that replay. Also, what's funny is Chicago was playing man down from like 20 minutes on in that game, and we only won 2-1. So I'm surprised by that. Um, I think when well, I watched the first half, the Union were playing pretty lackadaisical. And uh, they only scored – it was 1-1 one, one at halftime. They only scored on a PK. And, I mean, if you were going to be the top dog, you got to take down these guys pretty handedly. And it didn't seem like that in the first half. I don't know what you watched, Kev.
0: I uh, watched the last 10 minutes.
1: Okay. But either way, Union still first place in the MLS. They could get that supporter shield. Uh, they could win the Eastern Conference, they could be the number one seed. So, it's, all, it's great. It's all good news. Best team in Philly, respect the union, shirt coming out in November.
0: Uh, can I break your heart now? Sure. Andre Blake, there's a fracture in his hand. Son of that a gun. We'll rule him out, certainly for this next match. The hopes are that if he goes, if all goes well, there's a possibility that's not a season-ending injury.
1: Son of a gun.
0: So, once again, I brought union news to the table. Eric just talks about them. <laughs> when did that come out? 34 minutes ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, we've been on the podcast. I haven't been looking.
0: 34 minutes. I, I keep this, uh, this podcast active. Yeah, jerk. With updates all the way through.
1: That's, yeah, good job. No, oh, well, that sucks. Um, yeah, that sucks. There's no way around that. You know, you know why, Kev. You know why, Kev. Play it. Do I know why? Yeah, play it. I'm wondering if you know why. I know why. Play it. I didn't hear it. It's not loud enough. Play it again. Put it near the mic. My my volume is too low. You know why? Because bad
0: things happen in Philadelphia. Yeah. We are. i might as well keep playing it
1: three times because I messed up three times. We already know. Thanks for the positivity. I appreciate that. No, no, Doug, no positives from that. We we love our fans, and I know. We're... So yeah, so that's a shame, but it's still it's still been a great season so far. Um, I think there's only one or two games left. I think there's two games left to the playoff. So hopefully, you know, they they put that bone back together in his hand.
0: Yeah, he's been ruled out for the Columbus Crew game, Eric. I know you're upset. They
1: <sighs> third place in the MLS right now. Third place in the East, at least.
0: And it was funny because I'm watching the Union game. I'm like, where's Andre Blake? That doesn't look like Andre Blake.
1: Well, that's pretty easy. <laughs>
0: it's a little different. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I just thought I saw someone say something, but no, I, I missed it. It wasn't wasn't anything wasn't anything. Eric,
1: mm. awards, yeah. I think we got to have some special guests on this show, Kev. Okay, I'm just <laughs> awards. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: Winner of the week, Eric. Uh
1: Boston Scott.
0: All right, I'll go with Carson Wentz. I just think Carson put the team on his back. And I haven't gone Carson Wentz in quite a while. I know. I'm I'll go Carson
1: saying, Wentz. I'm saying Boston Scott because he knew he was going to have to be a big player in that game. He wasn't, yes, necessi- he he wasn't necessarily the best player in that game, but he, he did what he had to do. And I think it was it was very, you know, a big reason why the Eagles won that game. I think he actually played really well.
0: Dude, your boy Skip Baylor said uh, Boston Scott should be the Eagles starting running back, by the way. (laughs) What? Put it out there. That's your boy, Skip.
1: Uh, Skip! Loser of the week. (laughs) Uh, Well, right now it's got to be – not not to be, like, in a rude way, but uh, the union, if Andre Blake has to – you know, sit sit out for a while. That's that's not that's not good. So that's definitely not me. good. Um And it's not it's not for it's not for a union sucking or anything like that, it's just that sucks.
0: It it, it definitely does suck. Ah oh, man. I, I, I I'm gonna have to give it to Doug Peterson again. I well it's easy. It's easy. <laughs> well he he's got Jason Peters He said, if Jason Peters starts a left tackle, it allows Jordan Marlotta to see the big picture and kind of step back and observe that way. Sure.
1: um, Okay. That that
0: quote alone made you the loser of the week.
1: You're paying Peters more. That's why he's starting.
0: That's exactly why. You know why? You know why? Because bad things happen in Philadelphia.
1: You love that. Get some new ones. Eric. (laughs) Quarterback in the National Football
0: League? God, no. You're <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Scumbag central. All right, Eric. Uh, I, I guess we got to go with it. Stupid idiot. Stupid idiot of the week. Yeah. Who's yours? Can I double down? I was going to say Doug Pierce. Double as well. down. Doug Double <laughs> yeah. down. Double
1: down. He's dude. Like he's, it's uh, a double down Tuesday, even though it's a Friday. It's a double down Tuesday. He needs to – oh, man. He's going to be – he's going to he's, he's not. he's not going to be back next season. This call, break, oh, my God. That's my hot take right now. Doug Pearson gets fired at the end of the year if he makes it. It definitely feels like a bad dream. Oh.
0: Losing, 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 losing my mind. Uh, I'm going to give a comeback player. Eric, comeback oh, who, player. Who's that? I'm going to give it to
1: Jalen Rider. Oh, because he's coming back. I'm excited. He makes me excited for Sunday. I'd be excited to get Dallas Goddard back.
0: I, I would be as well. But Richard Rogers played well. Dallas Goddard with him will only
1: make everything better. Yeah. That's why, the score, that's why the score is going to be high. He's getting weapons back. You don't see that? We'll see. All right. Dude, um, do,
0: do I forgot the other awards? Dude, <laughs> play of the week, play of the week.
1: do that's all I <laughs> said. Um, I give the play of the week to the turf that tackled Daniel Jones. That
0: that's a good one.
1: <laughs> but once again, it's a double down Tuesday on a
0: Friday. Double down Tuesday on a Friday. Carson Wentz passed to Boston Scott.
1: Or Boston Scott's catch from Carson Wentz. Um, Double but yeah, no, I that yeah, no, I was gonna say that, but I wanted to make it funny, so I said the grass. Well, you can or sack. or should I say the the sniper that took out the Who Whoever got him?
0: The RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, like oh my god. Eric, I, I think we're hitting the end, man. Yeah, we were hitting the end. I think we hit our awards. It's fine. We probably forgot some, but it doesn't matter because it's Cowboys Week.
1: So get excited! I'm not. Cowboys week, we hate them. Oh, big shout-out. I know no one's probably going to listen to the end after that, but big shout-out to the Slay family in general. Uh, his wife, Jennifer, right? Yeah. Wife. She has been nothing but loving the city of Philadelphia and its fans and doing everything she can to just connect. And I, I think that's so cool. And and Slay's been doing it, too. If you follow Darius Slay, he, he has fans – that he reaches out to, he's like, hey, man, let's connect, let's, and it's just really cool to see because you don't see that out of athletes enough.
0: Yeah, and she's, uh, she's giving away jerseys and signed autographs again this weekend. Again, every right. week she does it. Uh, I'm going to give a shout to D. Witty for the shout-out on Twitter and, and Facebook and, and things like that, just being a classy gentleman that he is, uh, giving the Philly Fans podcast a shout-out. Uh, and where can you find us? Well, you can find us anywhere that you can find
1: podcasts, Eric.
0: That's right. Apple, people,
1: Spotify. If people ask you on Twitter, "Hey, we want a new podcast to listen to, the Philly fans."
0: Yeah, and that's we at have the Philly fans at the Philly fans on Twitter, at the Philly fans podcast on Facebook. Eric, where can you find that? Uh, wonderful gear of yours.
1: Uh, we have same place you can find our other links. It's on our link tree, on our Facebook, on our our Twitter. Um, so our merch is on there. Uh, we're gonna have new merch coming out November first. Uh, I've already previewed two to Kev. I think he he enjoyed them. Actually, he might have not seen it because he never answered me on the one.
0: It was the union.
1: Yeah, it was the union. But yeah, no, it's gonna. It's a it's a good place for it. Um, <laughs> Where
0: did he come from? Kevin got attacked by
1: a bee. Kev's getting attacked. Kev's getting attacked by a bee inside a building. I give you the play by play, listeners, but I don't know what's going on.
0: All right, well, that, that's our show. Go birds.
1: <laughs> Go birds, but be safe, Kev.
0: When I'm popping, don't come my way. From the bottom, so I got a lot of say. Always grinding, I can never have the hay. Like I'm on the power play. When I'm popping, don't come my way. And they got a lot of was when they away. All away. Now I party like my day. Jerry Jones, a pompous idiot.